This is James Ernest from Cheap Ass Games, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Hey everybody, this is John. And this is Vince. And you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Creating legends one die at a time. All right, so I, I'm just like, you know, spread out. We need to find that artifact. Uh, we we want to get the hell out of here. Uh, and we got to figure out what we're going to do with this thing. We probably don't want to keep it if this is the end result of, of, you know, having this thing around. Seems like some really bad juju. Hell no. So there's essentially in the bridge, there's... Uh, the two doorways, one leading from the way you came, one leading to theoretically the opposite side um, of the ship leading down, similar. And then the officer's ready room, which would be off the bridge. All right. I, I will investigate the bridge first to see if there's mm-hmm. anything. What are you investigating? So, like, as far as physical items, there's nothing out of the ordinary. It looks like a normal bridge of any other ship. Okay, so there wasn't something like right next to the captain's chair or like yeah. on the, the console in front of him or anything like that. Right. Nor nothing on him per se. Okay. Well yeah, I mean I it could have been destroyed. Be the- <laughs> <Not> <laughs> I guess the next will be the captain's ready room then. Yeah. Has anyone actually checked the rogue trader himself yet? Uh Jarnan was there. I yeah, I think when I finish praying I'll kind of like check over the body scan um, it see if i find anything let me see if there's anything of interest particularly um in this case any armor he had would have been Cut definitely most of his armor was torn and kind of like tainted by like his size most of his body seems to be bone-like skin slash armored skin. Um, there's nothing of particular interest on him. Does our captain need a new cloak? Or <laughs> It's pretty torn, but yeah. <laughs> no, this, this one, now that it's tailored appropriately, is, is quite, uh, quite nice. It's covered in demon, but you know. Well, you can, well, you can have that dry cleaned. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, we'll have Jordan and bless it, and then I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> All yeah, right, I, then, uh, yeah, into the ready room. I mean, I don't, I, nobody, we don't have a tech priest. We don't have someone that can, like, manipulate things, but I assume that everybody has some base level of, like, I can walk up to a console and, like, just type uh, things in. As long as it's not, like, hacking type stuff, you could use it. For sure, okay. I will go up to the to the main console then, I guess, and okay. a see if it's on. If not, I will attempt to turn it on, and yeah. then I will just like scan basic files. Maybe look for a captain's log, um, star charts. I mean, anything that might shed some light on you know where they came from. You know, his mental state. If we could find like captain's log or something like that. Uh. Sure. Uh, yeah, you you find um, sort of the unencrypted logs 
uh, you get sort of the navigation history of the ship. Um, the ship had come here uh, initially, at least that was their most recent mission um, prior to the, the trip here. Um, they'd come here, they'd found an artifact, the captain uh, it, it was interested in it, it seems as if it was Xenos of origin, uh, at least based on the captain and his tech priest's uh, thoughts uh, on, on how it was developed. And then you kind of s- sense... Um, so he gets a little more scattered as they find the artifact. They're, they're going to take it back to footfall. They're going to try to investigate it and, and see what it's worth. Um, kind of as the uh, rogue trader um, has uh, interacted with it more. He seems more and more possessive of it. Um, at, at which point he, he arrives at footfall um, you kind of see some information uh, regarding uh, discussions about a trade, um, whereas uh, <clears throat> the last entry that makes any any sense and isn't encrypted um, essentially uh, is the 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 cap the Lord Captain uh, describing uh, why he could not. Uh, sell the artifact to the rogue trader in charge of footfall uh, and instead needed to satisfy the calling. Um, And so he set off back toward the planet. Uh, And then from there, it's sort of, it's partially encrypted, partially corrupted, partially just insanity. Basically a lot of, you know, this is what it wants. This is how, the artifact is uh, brought to bear. You know, I am going to be the most powerful man in the universe. Blah 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 blah. Are there any video logs? So, like, could we, you know, like security footage kind of thing? Like, scroll back. Like, okay, well, we think this probably crashed four hours ago, and you know, cycle back through the video logs to see like what was happening at that time or see if we can see crew members be transformed into these, you know, weird creatures. If not, it's not. I didn't know what sort of other skill that would let you, I mean, yeah, see if there's any kind of like ceremony went through or anything to, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, you could definitely, it's not unheard of that that would be, yeah, I mean, tech use is the only thing I could really I mean, search. Maybe best bet, I guess. Um, well, I've got that. I mean, I, I can make a roll. I guess that would that be a roll at half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that? Does anyone have tech use? No. I have it as a train basic. I roll against a twelve. <laughs> no, I'm rolling against a twenty. So I, I'll try it since I'm standing there. It. Just see um, what I can pull I up. It, it, for train basic. Is it still the? Is it half? Yeah. Your score still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Forty-one. Yeah, it's not until you become trained. Okay. Yeah, I'd roll against a twenty. Um, the, the system seems somewhat corrupted. Uh, you do get glimpses, essentially, of the the captain going from what looks to be a standard human to the more and more corrupted being you saw. 
Um, and you would see him often going into his ready room. Okay. Can I, can I, would I be able to download any of that stuff? I mean, would we have, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's easy. Yeah. You could do, you could, you could definitely save that to a data pad. Okay. So, so I'll do that. And then, uh, you know, as I'm perusing the video, it'd be like, you know, he, you know, on the video, he's always in and out of the ready room. So I'm guessing maybe it's in there. The, the, uh, the, the log here gets increasingly more erratic and, uh, insane the, the longer he was in contact with the artifact. So we, we need to be quick with whatever we're going to do. Yeah. So it is, is, can we get the monitors going to see what else is going on on the ship? So, you know, maybe have you guys check the ready room and then if, you know, if Emmaus can see if I can check if there's security can, you know, monitors or anything just to make sure there's nothing sneaking up on us or anything like that, or is all the equipment kind of just down? Uh, you could probably do that if you had a right tech use yeah. or <laughs> a similar skill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So how about One I just stay really need to train on that. I'm going to stand at the door and maybe stare out and do it the old fashioned way. Make sure yeah, I mean, nothing's you, coming down. Certainly yeah. make sure no one's coming up on you. Uh, yeah. Certainly yeah. you assume there are other yeah, exactly. crew members. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, I mean, well, I was, yeah, I was, uh, you know, I was actually planning on Kane just kind of stand and watch. I don't think he's really useful in terms of, or nor would he want to participate in searching drawers and typing out stuff. So yeah, so I mean, it's probably looks at Kane. You probably have more firepower than me. Like other than a full fledged like, oh shit! Like we have a huge insurgence of these things. You could probably you you would take onesie twosie guys pretty easy. So you if you set up a perimeter. You theoretically would have that covered. Yeah. I mean, Kane probably has more firepower than me to do that anyway. So I can probably... set up an Overwatch. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So I will uh, I will head off to the ready room with whoever is coming in tow. I will follow. Yeah, I'll follow as well. Let Kane do his thing. All right. You, you open up the door to the ready room. It's a fairly well-decorated, fanciful sort of um, uh, room. It has like, you know, very exquisite uh, decorations, very nicely adorned, uh, something, you know, befitting of a, a, a relatively well-to-do rogue trader. And, uh, but at the sort of the center, so there's a long table, conference table where you'd normally have your, uh, senior staff at the very last spot, at the very end of the table, head of the table, is the is the large sort of throne uh, of of the rogue trader himself or herself, uh, and a large, fairly intricate looking device sitting on the table. Uh, it is certainly not something you have seen as far as standard Imperium issue equipment. Um, it certainly looks alien in origin. That is all you can get from where you are currently. So I, I looked at Jarn and I'm like, do you feel anything? Does the Emperor's holy light guide you in any way? In regards to this, because of course he guides your every move. I just gotta look at him. 
he does. Do any, I would say, uh, warp associated skills, forbidden lore, or uh, the only forbidden lore that I have is forbidden lore heresy. Okay, I have Xenos. Probably use that. Um, Xenos warp. Any knowledge warp Xenos heresy you would probably be able to use theoretically. So what about scholastic lore, or are we just going to go with forbidden lore? For, for uh, scholastic lore for what? Uh, archaic legend or occult? God fucking damn it! Yeah, you could use that. Okay, well, I'm just trying to think which is. I, yeah, I, I rolled a sixty. I'm like, I don't know. Looks like Xenos thing to me. <laughs> it looks foreign in nature. Well, let me throw this at I. I have a minus five to will tests involving Xenos artifacts and powers. So is it working on you? You're going to turn into a big. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Touch it. I don't know. Um, Am so I, I drawn to it? Uh, give me a willpower test. Fail. Seventy total fail. Uh, as you're staring at it, it does look interesting to you. Looks fat. You're you're fascinated by it. I start to move closer. I don't say anything. I just start to move closer to the artifact. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I rolled a 36 out of 40 because it's minus f- four forbidden lore. Uh, specific, any specific? or just for, what's for, I have Xenos for forbidden lore. This definitely looks towel to you, it, but normal... As far as you understand, the Tau equipment is much more uh, electronic, more sophisticated, but this certainly looks like some sort of primitive Tau tied above warp manipulating device. However, it certainly looks modified or corrupted in a way not standard for a Tau Warp drive. So it's Tau Warp manipulation technology, but maybe not to warp a ship through the warp. That's what you that's what you can perceive. You're like, this looks like a similar technology, and I feel like there's a lot of the same parameters, but there's something fucked up about it. So if I see if I see the rogue trader walking over and I know that this isn't kind of standard kind of artifact, I would say, sir, maybe we would hold off for a minute because it looks like there's something not completely right about this. And then see if he stops or if he keeps going. I, I think he keeps going. He just kind of like, you know, he kind of waves his hand back at you and he just kind of keeps moving forward. So do I sit and look over to Jarn and then say, do we... Do we go forward and try to grab him, or no? <laughs> See what happens. I'm curious. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm going to step back a little bit to the door, so in case I have to, if I have to scream out to get Kane in here in a second. Yeah, I draw my flamer. Yeah, I won't case. say anything yet. I'll just move back just in case I need to yell. All right, so so I I walk up to it. Yeah, I'm just kind of zoned in on it, right? So you know, <laughs> whatever. And uh, he'll he'll go up to it and. Uh, 
you know, look, see if there's any buttons to push. He might like, you know, put his hand, you know, over the top. It's going to like, you know, feel around it. All right. So are you touching it? Are you just, I think so. All right. Right. I mean, narratively, this is where we're going. So. Sure. Uh, as soon as you touch it, you feel an energy surging through you. Um, an energy that you certainly feel is counter to the will of the God Emperor. Uh, uh, an energy that makes you feel like you should be your own person, that your independence is paramount, that there is so much more to be learned in the universe beyond the God Emperor's veil. And you take nine corruption points. <laughs> well, this makes sense to me because I'm I'm a hedonist, right? Or I have decadence or something. I'm just saying you got it. And so you're thinking that and and you take nine corruption points because you feel a presence that's accepting of those thoughts versus the god emperor's sort of will. So you feel comforted by that part of your, of, of your thoughts mm-hmm. as, as you touch the item. So he just, he, you know, kind of looks over his shoulder and he's like, you know, this doesn't, I mean, it doesn't seem that bad. I mean, you know, I, obviously we need to take this. I mean, this is why we're here. So, you know, I mean, I, I, we should probably try to study it, right? I mean, we don't know how much we're going to get for it. Uh, can I see that for a moment? He kind of, he squints his eyes. Now? He kind of, he kind of gives you the stink eye a little bit, but he doesn't move. I know, kind of take a step closer to him. Uh, okay. You might, you might want to hand that off to somebody else for a moment. Hmm. Is this like another willpower check? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll say a willpower check, but you're going to get a plus. At this point, what's your corruption? It's not that high, right? Uh, 12. All right. Yeah, you're going to get like a plus 20. All right. That'll give me a 50 minus 5, so 45. It's going to become like the one ring, and we're still going to pass it around. Ah, I got a hot nine. Nice. Yeah, you think it's a great idea. Like, you think, yeah, he's a priest. He knows about these sort of things. He should check it out. So, so he he's still kind of squinting at him, and he and he you know kind of like rubs the top of it. Then he he reaches his other hand up to to pick it up and kind of nestles it. He's like, yeah, maybe maybe you should maybe you should take a look at this, right? I mean, because we're not sure exactly what we're dealing with. And and he'll walk over and and hand it to Jarnan. All right, so Jarn's gonna take it and kind of give him a look and go, yeah, Ram. You might want to stay away from this. You were just petting it. Do you, does Jarnan have... It you. you had a demonic and something else resistance, right? I am immune to demonic presence effects. Okay. 
and I can spend a fate point to resist a single demonic or psychic attack. So it's not entirely demonic per se. It's more warp corrupted, which demons are associated with such. Um, so I, I would say maybe you get a bonus against the corruption. So if you take it, that's going to be... Well, you're immune to demonic. Okay. Uh, uh, sure. Uh, give me a willpower test. Though. Er, mm, not willpower. Give me well, a... Eh, give me a willpower test. Yeah, I failed. I had 94 out of 40. If he can spend the fate point, though, I mean, if, if, if him touching is, is an attack, could he spend the fate point to negate that attack of, of touching it? Uh, it's not an attack in his case. It's in a, more of an effect. He doesn't feel like it's corrupted. He feels nothing, almost as if it is entirely technological. So it's a, a purely physical manipulation of the warp type technology. So he doesn't feel any corruption. Yeah, I got this. Like it's just a piece of Xenos technology. I'm just so strong in my faith that I know for a fact this is not doing anything to me. So yeah, I am the same place for this to be. You have no corruption whatsoever. You're like, this is totally fine. It's just a piece of technology. It has no corruption or corruptive kind of warp potential to it. Whether it interacts with the warp or not, it has no demonic corruptive force. All right, are we sure this is what we're looking for? Because I'm not really feeling anything coming off of this. I, I mean, it, it's, it's clearly alien to nature. I mean, it, this has to be the item. I mean, the, the video showed him coming in and out of this room continually. I mean, obviously this is at place. So do you think it would be worth checking around anywhere else to see if there's anything, you know, John and saying he doesn't really feel it kind of looks like this would be it, but do you think, is there anything else around in here that we can check to make sure, you know, should we start searching, sir, to make sure we're not missing anything? Oh, certainly we should, we should, you know, make sure that we're not missing anything. And then, you know, who knows what other useful things we may find in here. And he turns and he kind of gives a longing glance back at the, uh, at the artifact. Yeah. You definitely feel like it's important. Like, you should have that artifact with you. With you as in the royal with us all or with with, <laughs> with John specifically? Well, Venari feels like you should have the artifact with Venari. Like, it's very important for it to stay close near. to me. Like, he really feels protective of it. Well, I don't think we would necessarily see anything wrong with that because he's the rogue trader, right? So this is his. Well, yeah, like he's like we. Well, he's not all this. This is like important, right? This is worth something. Whether he describes it as worth something spiritually versus 
but it's not manifesting. He doesn't look like Gollum hunched no, over it or anything. No, he's just <laughs> any different at the moment. Okay. All right, so I, I guess we just will toss the room then and see if you know maybe there's a physical log. Maybe check the the consoles in this room to either confirm you know what we've already seen or see if there's you know a, a different record keeping or something in this room specifically. Uh, you need a tech use if you want to find anything extra. All right. Uh, the blue one will be the first. So 77, doesn't matter. No, he doesn't. Does Kane have any tech use? I think he's rolling like 12. Okay. Yeah, I roll against the 12. That's... Uh, yeah, same old thing. I'm on watch. You get this, the, the standard logs you already found. Okay. Yeah, he just po- po- pokes some buttons and kind of just like looks around. He's like, all right, well, uh, dump the drawers, uh, check under the table. You know, I don't know if there's lockers in the ready room. We'll just kind of like toss whatever... See what other physical objects we can find. Sure. Uh, yeah, you don't find anything of, of massive importance. Okay. So he will, um, he'll get real close to Jarn and you're like, all right, um, you need to be careful. Let's, uh, let's start to move out. He'll uh, wait for him. <laughs> you, you lead, sir. I'll follow. And, and he hesitates, and he kind of looks at you, and he looks, his eyes dart down to the artifact, look back up at you. He waits another beat. All right. And, you know, he'll walk out into the into the bridge. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to kind of tuck it under one arm, kind of half under my robes, and follow him out of the ready room, kind of watching him at all times. Okay. All right, so we get out. I, I, you know, not shout, but, you know, loudly over to Kane. I'm like, all right, we seem to found what we're looking for. And he turns, looks back at the artifact. Says, um, see anything, uh, anything coming? It's been quiet. Dead as a doornail around here. Uh, that's good. We took, uh, we took a bit of a beating there. So we'll try to uh, skate out the back door, as it were. Um, looking around the bridge, is there any. Uh, sort of emergency exit hatch or anything like that that we could pop out of? Uh, not directly from the bridge, no. You'd have to go back the way you came, essentially. That's fine. In that case, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna bead my guys up on the uh, on the shuttle. Okay. And basically tell them to just kind of ping our six and follow us. And uh, and let us know where the nearest gap is that we could uh, that we could meet up and and pull out of. Okay. They let you know. They give you uh, coordinates for the closest extraction point. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming you move that direction, mm-hmm. uh, you you don't meet any resistance. Um, and it, you do hear um, sort of. You know, footsteps and movement through some corridors, um, but as you approach, it seems to move away from you. That's unsettling. Well, they they probably know that we killed killed Harstack. They could probably feel it if they were all mutated, right? Mm. He looks back at Jarnan again. <laughs> Every so often, his eyes just sort of drift backwards to Jarnan. 
So we're going to go back to, if we're going to go back the way we came, are we going to not explore anything else? Or do you think we should go back and maybe take stock of our position and maybe come back and see if any more searching we can do on the ship? And uh, no, I mean, the state that this ship is in, I don't think there's uh I mean, other than minor parts here and there, I don't really see us being able to get any sort of haul off this thing anymore. Well, indeed, we must we must protect the artifact at all costs. Uh, this is our primary mission. Yeah, that's where the crowns are coming from. He kind of squints at you, but it's it's real quick, like it's mm-hmm. like a second. I, I'm not even paying it. I'm I'm assuming that Kane's at this point probably in full military mode, so he's taking lead, scouting around, and he's not even he's just barking quick things back at you. He's not even paying attention to anything you'd be doing or saying, really. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, so we'll make for the outside then, I guess. I, I was all for exploring the cargo hold before, but not now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you guys get back on the shuttle, back to the ship. Do we want to take one flyby just to see if you know, we kicked over the ant's nest? Did we see if anything's coming out or we just don't care anymore? Or? I'm assuming I think I know where Venari's thinking, but... Yeah, I would be distracted. I would be lost in thought at this point. So, I mean, you know, if you suggested it's a cane, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't countermand it. Well, yeah, so obviously I say that, and Venari's really not paying attention, so I look at the cane and say, what do you think? Is it worth making sure we're not going to be... or see what happens, or should we just head back to the ship? Yeah, the minor garbage that they have in that thing, I don't really see us see it as worth the risk. They uh, risk versus reward, I think, is definitely out of balance in this one. I'd say we uh, light up a couple of their batteries, put the rest of these fuckers out of their misery, and then call it a day. Okay. So we head back to the ship then. Is there any way that we could uh, kind of target their their main batteries and and give a couple of rounds of fire to it, maybe try to start a chain reaction and set this whole thing up or is that uh, not worth it? Yeah, you could probably do that. I mean, even I figured uh, this thing's so unstable at this point from orbit. Yeah. You could bombard the fuck out of a standard position. If, Oh, could we do, we could do it with the ship. Oh yeah. Like from the oh, ship, right. you get, I mean, it's a fucking huge multi-kilometer. Yeah. Place, I, was so just, I was just even figuring just doing it from the shuttle. It's not super well, okay. It's frowned upon for a civilized society. In this case, <laughs> that's not really the case. So you in this region can operate however you see fit. You it go. would be completely acceptable and possible if you wanted to obliterate the fuck out of that site. Yeah. If you wanted. In that case, yeah, once we're on the shuttle, I'll uh I'll jump on comms and communicate back up to the uh I left Mace in charge. And so I'll tell him to basically light this fucker up once we're out of blast radius. Um Venari, give me a willpower test. All right. Just straight <laughs> willpower, no no, bu- no, uh, no negative. Straight up. straight up. You should probably uh prepare to give him an agility test too 65 fail um 
you don't okay you're not vehemently opposed to glassing the fuck out of that site but you really don't love the idea you think there could be a really you think there's a lot of value there you think there might be more artifacts that can make you a lot of money all right so he's only half paying attention and he hears you know glass the site and he's like wait what no we should i mean we could always go back to the ship uh you know i mean there could be other valuables other artifacts i mean you know we have to look at this as a a, in a financial situation of course i mean we can uh, we can make a lot of money by coming back here we've got our own little honey pot and at this point kane has taken his helmet off and just look right at venari and be like you seriously want to risk our lives going back in that fucking hive of demons well i mean a handful of crown it could be more than a handful. I mean, that's that's a light cruiser down there, plus whatever else. I mean, you know, they they found the artifact there. I mean, there could be other other things down there that could be worth our while. I mean, we risk yeah, our exactly. lives every day. There could be other things down there. I yeah. Other things that can chomp our fucking heads off and rip our limbs off. And besides, that light cruiser that you're talking about is halfway to hell already. That thing is destroyed. The chances are that anything in that cargo hold suffered such a huge impact that any any if we try to move anything out of there, who knows what kind of chain reaction that could set off. So we were saying before, there's really no manifestation of anything on Venari right now. So he's kind of just being like a rogue trader, right? There's We've got a secret stash here. Yeah, that's why I'm taking it as, yeah. So, you know, I would speak up and just say, I think I agree with the captain that we leave this here. We don't know. We don't have to go back in a day or so to go search. But there is a whole bunch of stuff down there. We may be able to find something later and just treat this as our, as our secret. What are we going to gain about by blowing it up other than just blowing it up? No, reach back over. Hit the button. Mace, delay the order. What does Jarnan think? Jarnan doesn't really think much. He's too busy watching his rogue trader to see why the hell he keeps trying to take this obviously, you know, useless piece of tech that shouldn't be calling to him at all and wondering why he's so enamored by it to really care too much about the giant ship that they just left. Okay. Uh, sure. It is a giant ship, by the way, of demonically possessed. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I completely yeah, They were fucking warp corrupted people, but yeah, it, no, I, so I totally forgot that we didn't clear out the, sh- the rest of the ship. Oh no, not at all. There's fucking, yeah, no. um, we killed like no. three things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like a handful because you purposely went around them. Yeah. yeah, I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, I say we blow it up because just all demonic things must die. So he's going to turn and be like, "Hey, let's." Oh wait. Uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah, blow it up. Yeah. It is a light cruiser. Whoever survived probably warp tainted. Uh-huh. 
creatures. So we're looking and at whatever value might warped. still be, be worth grabbing. So right, there's there are things that are worth worth stuff there, truly, to a rogue trader, and and you could salvage a lot. Question is, is it worth you know the penalty? So of of leaving those things there, right? Because you don't know what all was there. You barely explored it. So that's your call. But I want to make sure the crew is aware that that is what you're dealing with. Yeah. No, basically Kane's trying to balance. It's not even a balance, but he was, you know, it's comparing the, the handful of possible uh, tech down there and art of possible artifacts, if any, uh, and anything that survived versus the thousands of, of warp tainted creatures that are down there now. Uh, not to mention a, the possible uh, creature that has maybe even gotten a hold of an artifact. Who knows what kind of, what kind of weird ass monstrosity has come out of that. You don't know. You didn't, yeah. You didn't see anything. You don't know. Right. You have no idea what touched that artifact other exactly. than the rogue trader and or like, any other artifacts that they have down here. Like exactly. Can I mean, you could just make the. I mean, you could key the order in and just not tell me. I, I don't. I don't know who. You know. That's not. Yeah, that's. I mean, really you're my enough. guy. Yeah. So I, I would assume you would listen to me over uh, over Jarnan. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I yeah, mean, I, he, I am. I am still the arch militant. I'm not. <laughs> and you're not act. You're acting like a, a greedy rogue trader right now to me. Which I yeah. can't blame you for. <laughs> That's kind of why I took came aboard your ships. So, <laughs> so was, I mean, so he so he'd be like, well, you know, you know, the five of us came down and and you know survived a, a pretty tough battle. I mean, we could we could come down and force and you know and clear this out as best as possible. I mean, we could lay we lay traps. I mean, we can draw these things out. I mean, there's no reason to. Uh, completely risk life and limb listen if you think that uh after we get that thing and he points over to to jarnan uh after we get that thing back if you really think that it's worth coming back here and mining this place for whatever's left we'll talk about that we can we can deal with that all right that, well, that's fair i mean we don't have to do anything right now i mean we shouldn't be shouldn't be rash did our contact say anything about what he wanted here? He just wanted the artifact. He didn't want anything else. He wanted the artifact or the cash equivalent. Okay, so he didn't care about the ship or anything else okay. on it. No, but the, I mean, if we stayed here and you know pulled a shit ton of thrones of material out, I mean, we could potentially trade that for yeah the artifact. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, yeah. I mean, normally, like, a scrap skeleton ship would be worth a ton, like a fuck ton. A demolished one smashed into a city or into a planet. Right. Yeah, like, you could salvage a fuck ton from it. Like, a fuck ton, right? Like, you could salvage a lot to probably retrofit a ship skeleton that someone's found somewhere, like a, you know, a dead ship floating somewhere. You're never going to get the same as like a ship that you that if you just found a dead ship in space somehow and found out a way to get it back. But yeah, it's certainly valuable. 
Now, if there's other stuff in there, then that's even more valuable. But the ship itself, certainly an entire light cruiser's worth of stuff sitting on the planet that you could fucking pull off is like decades worth of profit factor if you really wanted it. So that is true, that you, you could just strip it um, and repair your ship even, maybe, like if there was damage or, you know, you could always, you could always pull stuff off. Um, it's not all destroyed, clearly, but yeah, there is a danger in doing that. So, well, I think, like well, you said, the fact that half of it's on fire. <laughs> yeah, and definitely man slash infested with whatever the fuck. Right. You don't know. I say we leave it and come back and keep it as a piggy bank. So, like I said, it's not like Venari's weirding out already. You know, we can't see anything. So, there's nothing to me that would say other than this could set us up for a long time or set you up for a long time. I say we leave it, finish this job, and then we can make a decision afterwards whether we want to nuke it or mine it. All right. That's not really what my, we're going to do. Yeah, it's not my decision. So. And basically, for the first time, I'm going to shoot Jarnin a look <laughs> and be like, I can't fucking believe this. <laughs> like, I think this is the first time we've ever agreed on anything. So... Yeah, John shoots him back a look and then kind of looks down at the item under his mm. under his arm and then throws you back a look and kind of like raises an eyebrow and pats his flamer. Mm. Yeah, Venari just he just you know kind of claps Kane on the shoulder and he's like, Ah, you worry too much, it'll be fine. All right. So All right. I'll just yeah, at this point. Well, I'm assuming that now Emmaus is is piling the uh the shuttle. Yeah. The shuttle. Yep. All right, so I'll just tell so you, him to then just I mean, bring You'll get back to your ship. What's your plan once you get back? Yeah, I guess we have to discuss what to do with this thing. Yep. Yeah. I'd... We could either bring, I think, what was he, either bring it back to the broker, which he actually said that he doesn't even really want anything to do with it. So, so I, I think it I, was... Uh, I forget what the other guy's name was, what the other rogue trader was, but he wanted the item or uh, Ophio said we could exchange it for the cash equivalent, I guess, if we wanted to take it and then sell it on our own. I mean, so we only have the artifact at this point. Yeah. Um, well, it's right? Yeah. Yes. Or we can pass it off to the, um, to the, Minister which we'll call it. The, well, the ecclesiarchy or the uh, the tech priests. Yeah, yeah. We could probably, yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of passing off to the ecclesiarchy. So, Kane's Kane's um, choice would be to pass it off to the mechanics to the tech priests. Jarna just not so subtly clears his throat, but doesn't say anything. Um. Uh, so I, I guess when we land, we get back. You know, we pull in mm-hmm. um i will have the shuttle area cleared of not necessary personnel uh have your guys stand guard mm-hmm. um and then <sighs> i would imagine perhaps there would be like a like a retention area in the, so like if you know, we needed to bring a shuttle on and it had prisoners or something. I'm assuming we would have like some sort of a detention facility in that area. Um, 
I, I don't think because that was that's actually an extra thing that you can buy for a ship. Because hmm. uh, hmm. I I want to put the artifact where other people can't get at it, but I can still get mm. at it. <laughs> mm. Um, not so obvious as to make it like your room. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he's trying to be a little more slick. So so maybe um. I mean, there has to be some sort of brig. I mean, even, you know, I understand mechanically there are certain things that you can, can put, but I mean, by de facto, there would have to be an area on the ship where, yeah. you know, we would can lock we, people up. Can we just put a lockdown on our cargo hold? I suppose we could probably do that or could, a section could, thereof. Right. I mean, you could probably just like, like basically pass. I, I mean, I'm assuming like password protect the the doors to the cargo hold so that only authorized personnel could get in mm -hmm. all right so then i i say to you then um you know mm -hmm. we're gonna leave your guys here security detail we're gonna lock this down uh i don't want anybody coming in or out uh we're gonna make sure that uh this artifact doesn't go anywhere and uh now we need to figure out exactly what we're gonna do did we say that the rest of the planet there's nothing worth looking at i mean would it be worth taking a flyby just to see if there's anything else or were we were pretty sure it was like a dead planet though wasn't it yeah i think the initial scans just showed it is oh yeah we did do a scan right? that's right yeah okay so it's not worth hanging around anyways because we would have found anything before yeah, yeah like we i don't think there was any sort of technology reading other yeah. than like that single spike which yeah, presumably yeah. is yeah they were scanned it before yeah i forgot no um so, what do we want to do? Clearly, the artifact needs to be in the proper hands. And he kind of rubs his hands together a little bit as he's talking, like completely unconsciously. Um, I, I think that Zarkov would not be the best choice in that regard. I mean, he's just kind of noodle. He's just like noodling this all out, like out loud to you guys. Like, he, he has no plan other than potentially keeping it. <laughs> hmm. So, if we give it to the, if we give it to the ecclesiarchy, we're just handing it over to him, right? We don't get anything out of that. Right. No, they said that they. Well, actually, I don't know. There was something. I don't know. It, I think they said like they'd give us like gratitude. For as much as it is political clout, Blech. they might give you some amount of resources, but it's mostly political clout. They'd like replace my five bolt shells that I used. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have a lot of power and influence. Blech. <laughs> So it's tangible versus intangible then, I guess, right? So that needs coins in the sand. <laughs> I don't remember what the tech priest said. I know they wanted to study it. I don't remember specifically what their pitch was. I think um, they they said that they would give us many, many crowns. Yeah. So it's basically <laughs> I mean, as you can imagine They also promised Kane a new one. About the purity, so like 
they'll give you some resources, right? Because you've got it to them, but more clout than anything. The tech priests are more likely to give out straight cash money and some influence versus the rogue traders and the brokers who are going to give up like absolutely just cash money versus influence or ability to do crazy random kind of stuff, right? Like they, it's more transactional as you go. So like Ecclesiarchy is like, you really helped us out. Thank you for devoting yourself to us. The tech priests are like, same thing, but more money and slightly less uh, affiliation with them. And Maybe then and the road traders are like, twig. I'll give you money, you give me stuff, goodbye. Right. Yeah, so, I don't know. I hadn't thought that far ahead, really. <laughs> maybe the tech priest could, like, they'll give us crowns. Plus, maybe they could put, like, a little Xenos tweak on some of the components in our ship. <laughs> maybe while we're docked there, they could take a look, see what they can improve. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a stretch. You'd have to get some really good negotiation on that one. For Xenos tech on your ship? Damn. That shit ain't cheap. <laughs> That's what we have our rogue trader for. Yeah, my fellowship's at a 50. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, our profit factor will be, like, insane. So, Yeah, I don't, th- like, mechanically, I think it was only, like, plus two or three hey, profit factor. Great. Like, it that's wasn't a ton. I mean, 53, I think. Uh, something like that. Yeah, I think we're at 49. Okay, yeah. Um, Let's see. Out of game, I- I'm not really sure. Because uh, I, I honestly hadn't thought that far ahead as far as what we were going to do. Um, with the in-game wrinkle, I I think he would just sort of delay the conversation. Like, he's having the conversation, but he's also thinking he wants to just delay the conversation mm-hmm. so he could come back here later. I mean, alternatively, you could suggest using it to your own advantage somehow, Right. Pain. Rogue trader could say like, "Oh, we could use this for our own whatever." Yeah, that is definitely not in Kane's Kane's vantage. He will fight you tooth and limb on that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially seeing what like how it played out in the last ship. Like, you know, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, but Bernard really wants it because he feels like you could really like you'd have a huge advantage over other road traders. Yeah, by turning us all into demon dogs. The <laughs> against them. Both of the so yeah, is there so, a way that we can set up like a a bidding war between the three? Do we we have to keep it on the down low, right? We can't have them all three in a room and just have them bidding on it, right? It has to be. I'm pretty sure if we said anything, then the ecclesiarchy would yeah. just rush in burn us all and take the artifact so i guess we'll probably just hope that the artifact burns up while we do so we have to see what jarnan thinks on this end too uh jarnan is jarnan is uncharacteristically quiet during this entire ordeal he's just kind of like looking at the four of you just the the four the three of you just kind of intrigued as to which direction you're going in. I so like I think after like a half an hour of this sort of like back and forth round roundabout conversation, he's like, let's table this for tonight. It's been a long day. 
Let's let's sleep on it and see what the emperor's light and grace will provide to us while we sleep, and then we'll reconvene in the morning. As long as my pocket gets heavy with crowns by tomorrow morning, we'll we have to go back to the warp, don't we? Yeah, well, yeah. If metaphorically speaking, yeah. But I'm just saying. Well, sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's that a was pretty big word for Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking ahead a bit. Maybe if we go through the warp, we'll see what the hell happens now that we have this when we go through the warp. Uh, oh, that's true, too. Uh, can we so go a long way? <laughs> if we're going to sleep, where are we keeping this item then? Uh, locked up in the cargo. Yeah, we have uh, Kane's, Kane's crew is going to be on guard. We have this uh, part of the uh, cargo bay locked down. And. Um, yeah, it'll be fine. Okay. I will tell my guys to immediately alert me if anybody attempts to gain access. Who knows what kind of reach this thing has on ill-willed people. <laughs> Not even necessarily thinking of you guys, but just like who knows if it can extend yeah, like, past yeah. and like, like try to... Like- hordes of crew members or yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah so basically i'm telling my guys like even watch the guy next to you okay. like if anybody wants to check up on it or make a move tell me shoot them and then tell me <laughs> not that i doubt your guards but i'm gonna send some of my acolytes down here just in case as well God damn it <laughs> they may be better equipped to deal with such an artifact. And you know, in case case actually anybody... welcome the assistance of that. Get a hell of a surveillance squad on that one. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. And in case anybody decides to come down here and uh, take a closer look at it, and he's just watching the rogue trader the entire time he's talking. He's 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 besides himself at this point. Because, you know, he figures Kane's his guy, so Kane's guys are his guys. So, you know, he was just going to sneak down here later. So now he's his, his plans are being frustrated, so he's not he's not super happy, but he's not he's trying to not let it show. But as as intently as you're watching him, you, you know, may be picking up on that a little bit. Although, I don't know, do we have, like, some kind of an insight skill? I think so, right? Um... I thought scrutiny was the de facto insight as far as what people are thinking. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Could be. I don't I'm feel sure like looking sense. up. Yeah, it makes sense. I I'm not trained in it at all. I probably should eventually. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if this is going to keep happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, look, if I can train in... I, uh, awareness is definitely on my list for next... <laughs> I don't even know when I can get scrutiny. But yeah, yeah. no, I'm actually going to tell my acolytes to watch out specifically for higher up members of the ship that may have already been experiencing some pull from the artifact. <laughs> Not naming names. Not being extremely specific. I don't want them to you know, be thinking <laughs> negative thoughts about certain individuals. But just in general, you know. No, well, Myself included. With all of those plans laid, then he would uh, he would head back to his room. Uh, just presumably, everybody would disperse. 
you know, your acolytes come down, or maybe we wait for them to come down, or you wait for them. I leave. <laughs> well, so while before you leave, while we're waiting for everybody to come down to get set up for the watch, we have to decide where we're going, right? First, because if we go to Footfall or Port Wander, because don't aren't two of the contacts in Port Wander and one is in Footfall, so they're not all in the same place. I'm not even. Kane's even going to argue to just. If if unless we're going with the road trader, the um the, uh, the black market the black market guy he said that he'd be totally okay with us just bypassing him and going right to the tech priests because or just passing the thing off because he doesn't even really want anything to do with it. He was just sent to okay. basically like move it from one section to the other, if I recall. So it's really not three, then it's just two. Well, it's, it's either the rogue, it's the rogue trader, trader, the tech priest, or the ecclesiarchy. The rogue trader and broker are both in footfall. Ecclesiarchy yeah. and, and uh, adeptus mechanicus are in port one. Port one. Yeah, well, no, he was going to leave because his, his thing was like, let's sleep on it and see, and then he was going to go back in the middle of the night. Of course. So, yeah, I mean, we could skip back through to the morning. He was still going to go to probably sneak down in the middle of the night. <laughs> I mean, you could chat. I mean, yeah, most likely someone's going to notice you. And the question is, do they notice you or not? I guess would be the question. If we want to role play them seeing you trying to. Again. Well, would it be so? Would it be like a willpower check then to maybe not go to like I don't know how much to play it. Yeah, up, right? I was thinking it was going to be more of a willpower check during the warp, during the warp trip, not. Just as you're like there, you've been corrupted, you're interested in it, but during the warp travel, perhaps it's more of a draw. Okay. So so I, I'm I'm content to like leave things be and yeah, just it, sort of let things sort of out. resistance, I think, for you to to justifiably say I think we should keep it, but everyone else thinks we shouldn't. So I guess like we'll explore the opportunity. You're not like, I have to have it. You're not compelled to, you're not like Gollum, my precious. You're more like, well, I think we'd actually be best off using it ourselves. But I guess if we can get the month, like you're still, you're not like fully insane about it. Then again, in the warp, mm-hmm. who knows what happens if if you hear the call of the warp through it? So that's the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so he wouldn't go down then in the middle of the night, but he he goes back up to his room. You know, he'll he'll take out the top shelf stuff. He'll probably get pretty good and ripped because they took a they took a real ass whooping fighting that thing. So uh, he he'll probably just uh, he'll probably just crash out. Okay. Are you going anywhere? I, I think we're just we're staying in that geosynchronous orbit, and okay. we're you know we were gonna wait till the morning. Yeah, if it's geosynchronous orbit, status quo. Yeah, yeah. fine. Everything's the same. You are interested in it. You think it would be best for you guys to be in control of it. You think you could exploit it for power and crown and thrones. However, 
everyone else seems to think that's dangerous. That's your thought as far as compulsion is just you believe you and your crew could exploit it to the best of your ability versus selling it off. That's the amount of compulsion you have at this point. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, So yeah, in the morning then we would assemble unless anybody else is going to do anything in the middle of the night. Nope. Okay. And uh, be like, well, I, I feel like, you know, we've been presented with an opportunity to perhaps use the artifact to our benefit. I mean, you know, I'm obviously a much more stable and, and uh, stunning rogue trader more so than, than Harstack ever was rogue trader of a decrepit house who had everything, everything, you know, just his ship to pin all of his hopes and dreams on a sad legacy that's ultimately ended in his destruction. I, I feel like, we would be able to use this and, and maximize our, our, our profits and our effectiveness. You guys seem to be somewhat hesitant in that regard. So then our, our options remain the ecclesiarchy that, that, and I look at Jarnan, uh, the tech priests and uh, Zarkov, who is a bit of a wild card in this regard, as we have not spoken him directly so far. So, <laughs> Votes from you guys. Where where do you think our our best plan is at at the moment? Barring keeping it ourselves, of course. Kane's going to sit back and kind of watch everyone else's reaction. I think, honestly, I want to see how it, if this is a tool of the warp, I want to see what it does to us or what it does in the warp. And I guess that would really decide where I think we should go with it. If it, if it seems like it's a, complete disaster going through the warp, then I say we get it out of our hands as soon as we can. That's my vote, but I want to see what effects it has on us when we go through the warp. He shudders involuntary a little bit after the last trip through the warp when he feels like he lost like a whole year. It's just, it's real quick. He's like, I don't really know if we know enough about this artifact yet to decide who to give it to. Uh, the Adeptus Ministorum wants to kind of shove it away and kind of, you know, stick it in a back room so nobody can play with it. The Adeptus Mechanicus wants to actually use it to protect the Empire. We have no idea what it does, so we don't know if it'll actually protect the Empire or destroy our defenses and leave us defenseless. And, you know, if we give it to somebody who wants to just use it and give us a lot of money, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's for the good of the empire either, depending on what they do with it after they give us a lot of money for it. So I don't believe we know enough about this artifact yet to make a decision. That's pretty much where I stand right now. Do you feel that uh, any of your acolytes or any of your other uh, missionaries on board would, would be able to provide more information in regards to the artifact? None of them have been forthcoming with that knowledge, but I can speak to them and see if any of them are more familiar with this kind of technology. Okay, perhaps we should do that and also bring in the tech priests as well if you feel as if your uh, two groups can work together with this common goal just to provide us with some more information. Information is never a bad thing. I 
would like at least one of my acolytes, if not myself, to be there, to be present whenever the tech priests are looking at this. I would like the object back when they are done with it and they don't just steal it and walk away with it. Well, they have nowhere to go here. That thing is not leaving the cargo hold. Anybody looks at it, they look at it there. He just, he kind of like, he, you know, waves his hands like, hey, calm down, calm down. I, it, it will remain in the cargo hold under under supervision. Um, we can convene everyone there. We'll have Jarnan on point to uh, oversee the proceedings. It'll make him uh, comfortable. He seems to be, uh, you know, willing to uh, work with the rest of us and, and perhaps, you know, not give the, the item to the ecclesiarchy and kind of puts his hands on his hips and, you know, kind of cocks his head. He's very, um, very magnanimous of you, brother. Uh, It's not magnanimous at all. I want everything to be for the betterment of the empire. And that means giving the right tools to the right people to further the cause of the emperor. If a great weapon that could help defend us is just going to sit in a back room, then that great weapon is very useless to us. But if it's not a great weapon, then we can just take it in a back room and I won't really care. Okay. Well spoken. Well spoken. The Emperor always provides you with the clearest of judgments. Yes, it does. Unfortunately, not everybody has that clarity. Indeed. He he takes like a slow look around the room at the other two. <laughs> <laughs> so if we, uh, I I believe we should uh, bring the uh, the parties together, allow them to uh, explore and, and investigate the item. Um, do you want them to be present as we enter the warp to observe any effects that the artifact may or may not have? I would say if we can get the tech priest in here to look at it before we go in the warp and then have them remain in here when we do go into the warp and see what kind of effects it has. I would also like to be there when that happens. All right, fair enough. So he'll punch the comm button and, um, you know, call for the appropriate people to come down, the the head tech priest and, uh, you know, a couple of his people. people's your ship's tech priests versus like the Adeptus Mechanicus experts? Like, are you talking ship resources versus? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, I want I want people to look at it now. Gotcha. Versus whatever that's worth. Shit, not navigator. The other one. Uh, what's the beat? The people that the subspace communicator. Astropath? Astropath. So do you want an astropath to be like summoning somebody or are you just talking your tech priests? No, no, no. My my crew. So whoever my head tech priest would be. Gotcha. uh, I would have him come down with, you know, two or three of his, you know, most trusted acolytes. We'd have Jarnan with a couple of his underlings with him. You know, obviously Kane's guys will still be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, making sure that nothing happens, and um, you know, we'll give them, you know, an hour, two, three hours to kind of look at things as we make preparations to then make the jump, and then okay. leave them in there as we're making the jump. 
So just to be clear, you want them to be looking at, you want them to re, be researching the artifact prior to you jumping. Yes. And okay. then also to remain in the cargo hold as we yeah. make the jump. Well, so then, the jump. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one last thing. Uh, as the captain, I believe that you should probably be on the bridge when we make that jump to the warp. Uh, probably be in the ship's best interest for you to be there as the rope trader. And Kane actually said, you are in a fucking role there, Jarnan. He, he, you know, he just, he crosses his arms and he looks at the two of you. Cause I know that you don't get along and Jarnan and I don't get along, but we cut that like, you know, frenemy kind of thing. So he just looks at the two of you and he says, uh, all right, you guys, uh, you know, you guys play and, uh, you know, I'll make sure that the, uh, you know, the ship gets where it's going. That sounds like a fairly solid plan. And he just, he uncrosses his arms and he kind of, you know, puts his hand on the butt of his, of his, uh, plasma pistol. And to say, no offense, Captain, but I just want you, uh, as far out of harm's reach as you can get if this thing ends up going off in some way. All right. From a, from a tactical perspective, that makes sense. All right. Are we all agreed? Agreed. Agreed. All right. Let's make this happen. All right. Your tech priest come to evaluate the artifact. They, as so ever, whoever's there, um, who all's there, by the way, while they're evaluating, has the rogue, has, uh, Benari gone. Elsewhere? I would probably go down when everybody was assembling to give like final commands. Like Kane's guys are in charge, you know, Jarnan, you know, we get the tech priest together with Jarnan and be like, Jarnan's in charge of his guys. You're in charge of your guys. We're not going to be bullshit. I want everybody to look at this thing. You know, don't be fucking around or worried. They believe there should be a separate containment field a sort of sub-Geller field placed around the artifact as it is an unnecessary risk in the warp, as in that it could amplify warp tears and various warp phenomenon. They believe this artifact, though Xenos and Origin, as far as they can tell, has some amplification of the warp upon the you know the 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 normal world and therefore they propose a uh a stronger separate sort of geller containment field around it in order to safely move into the warp without any uh, adverse uh, events or additional risk. So then I will ask them if they would still be able to observe any effects that the artifact, you know, is emanating or whatever, if it's in such a field and whether or not that is something that they would be able to put together in relatively short order. It's if- possible, but I don't think that's the issue with all fairness, Lord Captain, please, I apologize for any, uh, I, I don't wish to go against your commands, but 
this artifact is quite dangerous and its connection to the warp is quite uh, strong. Uh, we believe the best case scenario is to contain it entirely during warp travel or else we risk severe and catastrophic uh, warp phenomenon with on the ship, endangering the lives of us as well as all of the crew, including yourself, Lord Captain. Well, to answer the question then, can you safely contain this item? I mean, we we can't stay here. We must make it back to uh, to footfall and parts beyond. Lord Captain, I believe we can contain the artifact. However, we cannot make measurements inside the containment field. Hmm. So you would be relying upon our expertise currently to determine that it is connected to the warp in a, in a way that is requiring uh, additional containment fields. Once inside the containment field, we can no longer measure its connection to the warp. We believe this is the most prudent course of action in order to preserve the integrity of the ship and its crew within travel. Otherwise, we risk catastrophic warp failure. The Geller fields may not protect us with such an artifact within our cargo hold. Hmm. Well, warp travel is always a, a, a tricky business at best. I suggest you make whatever measurements and, and observations you can now. Uh, have a team set up to begin assembling some sort of a uh, Geller field to contain this. I want you to work with, you know, Jarnan and, and his people as closely as possible to garner as much information as you can uh, prior to us entering the warp. We will obtain as many data points as we can, Lord Captain, I assure you. And I promised you that our Geller field will contain the anomaly during warp travel. After leaving warp space, uh, we cannot guarantee any particular results. However, I would urge you to contain the artifact at all times and as soon as possible divest its presence from our ship. Uh, Jarnan, does this uh, meet your approval? For once, I actually agree with the tech priests. I have to stand by their knowledge. They know far more about this artifact than I do, regrettably. So I do agree with them. All right, then. Uh, the, uh, the Emperor never fails to surprise and protect. You do what needs to be done. Let me know when you are, once you have completed your observations and have the object in containment, then uh, we will jump to warp. As you command, uh, Lord Captain. The uh, several hours go by, the uh, head engineer and tech priest informs you that they've taken as many measurements as possible and that they have contained the artifact as best uh, as they can within the technology, you know, within the technology available within the, within the ship's uh, uh, capabilities. They assure you that warp travel is safe and that you should uh, no longer be susceptible to any corruption of the warp uh, that would be focused or uh, any additional warp radiation uh, amplified by the artifact itself. Assuming you're okay with, with, yeah, with, with travel, the navigator assumes the Lord Emperor's beacon 
And are you going to footfall? Or are you going to go to footfall and then immediately transfer to Port Wonder? Uh, I guess I this. Think... Go ahead. Um, just I, I don't think that stopping at footfall would be a good idea because it opens us up to a possible, uh, any possible type of incursion or raid or theft from the other because they the other rogue trader and broker obviously know that we were going after this thing so if they get wind that we have it then who the hell knows what that opens us up to is there any way to contact any of my agents on footfall through the astropath i don't know if they have one there uh through an astropath because I don't like none of the ship's communications would work, right? They would not. Um, and I don't know that my. I mean, they wouldn't be looking for a message. Profit factor, because that would determine whether your resources have an astropath. All right. Um. All right. Seventy. No, should have called them the other way. Uh, you do not have an astropath there. That your astro your resources do not. Enable you to currently afford an astropath at multiple locations, particularly Footfall, which is a relatively minor station at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know if they had their own chorus, but you know, even if they did, I didn't leave word that they should come and check. So, I mean, yeah, the, it would be unlikely unless you have specified that beforehand. And particularly, yeah. you, you may have one. I would have said, just so you know, you'd probably have one at Port Wonder, but. Yeah, you didn't move said chorus to yeah. football. Okay. Um, so so then as, as Kane brings that, that up, I'm like, well, we can't, unfortunately can't contact anyone at footfall. So we wouldn't know anything until we got there. Of course, they don't know whether or not we've been successful. Uh, and they could be betting that we wouldn't be, uh, mm -hmm. considering the, the size of Harstack's ship and the uh, nature of his insanity we could jump to the far side of the system and, uh, and radio. I could contact my agents there and take the temperature. Yeah, sure. That should, uh, that should work out. All right. So footfall then. I mean, we would, I would inform the astropath to jump into system so that we would be within radio communication, but we wouldn't come out like, you know, at footfall. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're uh, the navigator, right? We're the navigator. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you want the navigator to be out outside of the system and not readily apparent. Yes. Like I don't want to like come into the system right next to Footfall and like, oh, you're back. So yeah, you know, like Canis, like, give us our thing. Uh, regular or enhanced or advanced crew members. Regular, right? Uh, they were. Well, and I guess Kane's guys were crack, right? Yeah, hmm. that doesn't count. Um, I don't remember. I don't think you guys had sworn that we paid to upgrade the whole crew. Uh, I didn't think you had crack crew, but I could be wrong. I could have sworn we did. Really? I don't know if they were crack. I'm trying to find the damn sheet now. God, God damn, it. damn it, guys. You were the worst rogue trader ever. I know. I don't <laughs> Yeah, that's what okay. I'm like. What's that mean when you roll this? <laughs> so, it's fine. But it's good to know. 
They're um, not. I know they're not shitty. They're at least regular. They're at least regular, but I didn't. I thought they were regular, not crack. But I mean, I can give you crack, but uh, crew probably not going to matter. But. Crew, my crew percent forty. Oh, okay. Then you're crack. Okay. Yeah. And then morale was a hundred percent. All right. Yeah. Cheat All right. So you want to do navigator? Boop. Fail. Uh, you, sorry. It was an 84 guys. Come on. Yeah. You pop out of the warp. Uh, you all, it was contained. So I didn't roll for a containment roll. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> otherwise I'd have the rogue trader go and try to fucking steal it and get corrupted more. Uh, guys, uh, it's contained cause you're, you know, you, you pulled the tech priest in, they contained it, but you pull in, uh, you, you zap kind of into the system well within uh, footfalls transmission radius, uh, and they, you know, ask you, please ship, please identify yourself, please transmit identification codes, transponder codes, and uh, you know, please inform us of your mission within footfall space. Uh, so I, I have the. You know, whoever's working the console transmit all the appropriate information, and then I'll get on and I'll be like, "This is a rogue trader, uh, Venari Hollerman. Um, we are in the midst of a bit of exploration. We had just left Footfall not that long ago. We're uh, popping in. I need to uh, contact my agents for additional information. I'm sure you understand how this all works. Give me, uh, give me some sort of check i gotta open up a sheet but like deception I, or well so i i will uh, i will add that by uh, asking i don't remember what the what the harbor master's name or was. command i'll give you command anything to basically say like hey this is what i'm doing yeah well, i was uh, so i just was gonna throw on the end of that oh did you know harbor master so and so receive his uh you know package his his crate of anisac or you know something something to the effect of oh you remember that i took care of you before right sure yeah i'll give you a plus 20 for that all right uh air of authority a uh, successful command test may affect 1d10 plus two npcs so command check 1d10 plus two to your role whatever you want to do i'll take the 20 percent. that's that's fantastic Whatever, yeah, whatever you want to do before you roll, yeah. All right, so that's going to be a 70 on my fellowship. Here's open. Sir. 52. Rogue Trader, we appreciate your authority within the sector. Whatever you must do in order to maintain your commercial business uh, is well within your rights. Please let us know if there's anything we can do. Your berth has been reserved if you would like. To dock. Ah, indeed. Thank you very much. Yeah, footfall out. All right. So then he will open up a uh, a com to, uh, you know, whatever his frequency is that he uses with his agents at, at footfall. Sure. And, yep. uh, sure. You can you send know, messages. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll he'll uh, you know hail the 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 lead guy on footfall. Okay. I think he had a name too, but I don't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> Do I have that guy written down? Oh, I, have to uh, I don't know if I've ever written down, but it is a guy. Um, 
She had like an X or a Z. I don't know. Nah, I'll Zarkov, figure. Zarkov, wasn't it? No, Zarkov no. was the, the rogue trader. The rogue trader, that's right. Uh, down. I don't know if it matters. Anyway. Carnot just... Stand was the high priest. <laughs> what? Who was? What? Carnot Stand was the was the high priest. Really? Okay. I like that one. Calacus? I don't know what the fuck this uh Sicaris uh, was the harbor master. Yep. Yeah, I'm getting closer. Ophio was the uh, was the dealer. Hey, we could edit all this out later. Yeah, but I guess I don't, I don't want to like. I, I feel bad if you go back and find it, and you're like, "Oh, it's this guy." Um, uh, I could always edit it in. I don't see it. Oh, wait a minute, Oros Klaxon. He was the Shenisel. Oh yeah. Okay. There you go. Hold yep. on. So I will call Oros Klaxon. It's sad that I made him that name. Klaxon, <laughs> Klaxon, Klaxon. <laughs> His brother clacks off. Oh, maybe it's maybe it's Klaxon. No, it's, it was Klaxon. Okay, definitely in Klaxon. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, Oros uh, is on the com. Oros here. Please proceed, Lord Commander, Lord Captain. Ah, yeah, so I need to know what what's the temperature of footfall these days? What what has uh, has befallen as we've been gone out um, hunting? Well, overall, not much change as far as the political game within footfall. However, tensions have run high as the uh, rogue trader in charge of footfall, Zarkov, has grown impatient that the artifact that he was guaranteed has not been delivered. Let's just say if there is some sort of lead on said artifact, he is likely to pursue it aggressively. We have clearly been diverting all attention from the Lord Captain's activities. I will not even... I want to even try to ask whether you have obtained anything of value. However, let's just say that the value of said artifact has increased greatly in football. I cannot speak for Port Wonder and beyond, but the road trader himself and Ophiel are offering a quite a bit of thrones in order to retrieve the item directly. Hmm. And and what of Ophiel himself? Has he uh, betrayed our our intentions? At the moment, I have not seen any betrayal. It seems he is leveraging every resource he has to obtain the artifact in a timely manner before his head becomes the price from the road trader. It's perhaps within weeks, perhaps days, that his compound is no longer seen as safe. The rogue trader, Sarkov, has grown weary with Ophiel's promises. If he does not receive the artifact from someone, whether by Ophiel himself or someone on his behest, I believe 
the entire black market may collapse. I'm not sure who will, uh, you know, who will fulfill the vacuum created by OVL's death, but it's certain to destabilize Footfall's black market dealings. But as I've said, Zarkov is willing to pay Good Thrones as well as OVL, but their political cloud is limited to the Cronus Expanse, of course. Indeed. I'm, I'm sure you've um, set yourself up for any uh, potential disruption in services to, uh, you know, put yourself in the proper positions. We may lose an agent or two, which I will fully regret. I, But that is upon me, Lord Captain. It is within my domain to ensure you have the resources you need to operate fully within the Cronus Expanse and beyond. I will make sure all of the required agents will be ready upon your command. We may lose a few, of course. There are a few embedded within both organizations, but those will be mm, collateral losses if you deem necessary to obtain profits otherwise. I am always at your bidding, and I... Of course, I'm always at your command and will not allow myself to be put in such hangman's nooses as, of course, some of our lower laborers wishing to become agents in full on their own stations. Yes, indeed, it is a, a, uh, a tricky business to navigate the, the world in which we live. Uh, Losses are inevitable. Do things that are unsavory, but I'm sure the Lord Captain knows that the most unsavory of deals are often the most lucrative. Indeed, that is true. All right, I am. I will be in touch. I need to discuss this with the uh, the command crew and figure out what our options are going to be. Uh, I'll I'll get back in touch. I am at your service, Lord Captain. Anything you need, I am prepared to deliver. Please let me know of your next orders. Boros. I shall. He concludes his transmission. So uh, I don't know. I, Kane, are you up with me, or are you down in the in the hold? Um, ugh. is everybody down there but me? <laughs> yeah, it's like a bunch of dudes like. Well, we're waiting for this douchebag to take this shit from us. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming, especially if we're if we're at foothold, I'd probably be down with my guys. Um, at this point, you are not docked, as no one has said you've docked. No, but like I'd probably get like going through the warp. I'd probably be on the bridge, but getting closer to footfall. Um, I probably would have made my way down there, uh, just readying. Um, You're in system, but not that. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So once we came out of warp and got in system, I'd be down there. I, I mean, I, I guess if everybody's down there, then after, you know, concluding all that business, I would just head down to the cargo hold and, mm. you know, pull the command crew aside from, you know, earshot from everybody else and, and lay out the situation. Then, you know, our impatient, uh, you know, the, the, the price has gone up, 
Um, you know, we have our agents in place, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, obviously we don't have any information, you know, pertaining to the artifact in the warp itself. Um, was any of the information that they were able to garner beforehand help us in making a decision as far as who may best, you know, it is not a best in this case. It's it, it's entirely the rogue trader determining whether it is best to obtain pure profit factor versus influence within various organizations in power within the Imperium. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You may, you know, in the short term, you probably get more profit factor from a private deal with a rogue trader or Ophiel versus the other the other two factions. The other two factions, however, have greater resources to bring to bear, particularly unique resources or information. So, mm-hmm. yes. Now, what are the potential? And I don't, I don't know that the, that the character would know, but. What are the potential ramifications for stiffing Zarkov? I mean, is it like if he doesn't get it and then he finds out that we went after it? Uh, you would certainly know. So Zarkov, if you if he knew you obtained it and sold it off to someone else, might be pissed because he's another rogue trader, right? But he might be pissed because you stole it out from under him. He has no legal domain to, the, to, to come after you, but he doesn't need one. Yeah, it well, depends yeah. on whether he holds that grudge or not, right? Mm-hmm. And whether you care if some other rogue trader who's dicking around on a space station, right? It's not like he's out doing stuff, right? He's just kind of like dicking around football. So that might also be seen as a pussy move because – kind of is and rogue trader veil so he could claim some sort of you know slight against him but the question is do you care he certainly could whether he brings that to bear would mean he has to leave footfall and he doesn't have the station to bring the bear either and all that stuff so he can't use the station's resources obviously the station is is the road trader in charge is just because they're there. Mm-hmm. Then that's the way it goes. So it's not like some force other than Zarkov's force himself would come after you. Right. So he would probably be pissed if you sold it out from under him. If he found out, if he knew that you, I mean, I mean the question is how much do you give a fuck if your mm-hmm. Starbucks and Pete's coffee opens a coffee shop, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I open this other coffee shop and it's doing better. Fuck you. The question is, do you care about that? And you want to play nice or do you just want to say, go fuck yourself. I made the profit and the connections. So eat my ass. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's that simple. So, yeah. He doesn't have a legal slight against you. He might have a vendetta. Mm-hmm. And the question is, is that vendetta? Does that vendetta mean anything to you if he does have it? Nope. He may not necessarily have that, but 
Yeah. yeah and, and he's, if I remember correctly, he's older and had just doesn't like explore anymore. Like he's just been hanging out at the station. That's kind of like his little For a while. Yeah. He's just been kind of like reveling in his current position as rogue trader in charge of football. Yeah. He's and like an organizer that as manipulating that stranglehold or, or that that political position to his advantage, whether that goes over well with everyone else or not is another question. Um, Basically, the way I see things is if we hand it over to him, corrupts him like it did the other guy, then we got to deal with a whole station full of those friggin' demon monster vampire things and those... Those freaking hell dogs. Plus, also, if he ends up leaving, I don't want to go through that shit again. I don't want to have to hunt this thing down, kill another demon lord, and then pass it off to the next guy that's looking for a good payoff. I think that's just a... Uh, even though the, the thrones might be good, I don't think that's a path that any of us want to go down right now. That's true. I mean, if you were to leave... Um... If you were to leave Footfall, it becomes less our problem. I mean, you know, if he crashes his ship somewhere else, you know, yeah, we, we've done this once already. Yeah, and it's not something I necessarily want to do again anytime soon. No, I agree. I agree. And uh, uh, but even worse, if he doesn't lose, if he doesn't leave Footfall, that's a that's a whole mess. That would be quite problematic, indeed. It would be a, a blow to the Imperium to uh, to lose a station as important as footfall. Yeah, them and us. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, of course. Um, I suppose we could kill him. I mean, I, I suppose that has to be an option on the table. I don't know that it really gains us anything. Uh, to what end? Uh, that's what I'm saying. We kill him, and then what? Well, he becomes a, a problem no longer for us. I mean, he will eventually find out that we indeed found the artifact and cut him out. Yeah, it's a stone to skip over when we get to it. Hmm. Uh, technically, you could give it to Ophiel for slightly less than he would pay. Then Zarkov would pay. And then you would not be in any trouble with him. But that, again, would give him control of it. So, Yeah, yeah, I, um, I see that as a problem. That's I your mean, issue, right? Like, you could easily give him it to him without directly dealing with him. But if you don't want to do that, then don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we, if we were, if he was ultimately going to get it, I would just deal with him directly. Because it yeah. would be more money and... He's exactly. going to get it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Ophio is, is of no concern because if he gets whacked, then, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, Oris has got himself in a position where, you know, if not he, then, you know, someone in the organization can potentially step into that spot, which is good for me. Cool. Especially if Zarkov is going to hate my guts after that. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah, all, all that's good thinking. Yep. Um, it's up to you guys. How do you want to proceed? Where Where do you want to go? Who do you want to bargain with? Who do you want to not bargain with? 
I say we throw it to the mechanics. They'll give us thrones. They'll give us a little bit extra uh, oomph, I think, and uh, without totally losing out. The Ecclesiarchy, they'll make a lot of promises, and those priests will say a lot of stuff. No offense there, Jarnan, but they'll, uh, their follow-through ain't, ain't mighty powerful. He just, uh, Minari just kind of grins and he says, uh, but the the loving light of the emperor reaches the entire universe, Kane. Yeah, it doesn't reach the bottom of my pocket, though. And he just, he grins. He, uh, he says, um, Emmis, uh, how do you feel about, uh, should we drop this as the Mechanicus or the, uh, the Ecclesiarchy? I would lean towards, more towards the Mechanicus, but we have to know. We know what cards we're holding. We want to see what other cards everyone else is holding. So I'm still curious to see what we can get. I believe they were pretty clear in their uh, initial estimate of of what they would provide as a benefit if we were to uh, secure the item. Um, We're in a position of strength now because we actually have it. So we can use that to our advantage. This is true. Uh, Perhaps we may be able to uh, hammer out a deal as we have done so uh, on the ship here and, and bring elements of both the Mechanicus and the Ecclesiarchy together. He looks over to Jarnan. Kane does the same. <laughs> Jarnan's just looking at you with this dumbfounded look like, do you really, really? You think that's going to happen? Out loud, he's just like, really? You really think you're going to get those two groups to work together and come to a you know mutually respected agreement. Uh, however, uh, that aside, I'm actually leaning Mechanicus as well. I stand by my original assessment. Hmm, interesting. Uh, uh, he just he he, he kind of says they're dumbfounded for a minute. And, uh, you know, he, he says, uh, you know, as Emmis has pointed out, we, we find ourselves in a, uh, a stronger bargaining position at this point where we could force these different elements to come together because we can keep the artifact for ourselves or destroy it as we, as we wish. Um, and then no one gets it. Um, I don't see that they would have too much of a choice in the matter. Yeah, but also if we let everybody know that we have this, what keeps them from coming after us to destroy us and just take it? I have no doubt that the priests are willing to send out a whole fleet to take us down to get a hold of this artifact so they can burn it up. Point. And who knows what the uh, who knows what the other rogue trader will send out? Any manner of spies or or other little contacts to needle us down until he can pull it away from us. Well, of course, we all have spies throughout the Imperium. I, exactly. I don't begrudge uh, Zarkov that. So I'm thinking if we uh, if we start pulling out feelers and trying to pull strings and make deals, you know, well, I think we might be able to try to eke out a, an extra throne here or there. In the long run, I don't think it's going to pay us all that good. Hmm. All right, so he just kind of, you know, strokes his beard. Out of character, I was actually leaning towards the ecclesiarchy. Wow. Um, well, you like the 
you like the pull. Well, the pull and based on the history of the ship, yeah. uh, you know, I, I figured it may go a longer way towards, uh, you know, getting us where we need to be. Although, you know, trying to broker some sort of a deal where we could get both sides to agree to something, however hard or, or infinitesimally small of a chance that may be. Um, Pretty small. I mean, particularly for the Ecclesiarchy and the Dungeons mechanic. It's, it's, right. At those levels, yeah, yeah. They, it's all that level, yeah, you You might have to be a rank or two higher with your fellowship, because, <laughs> like, fuck, that would be hard. So, yeah, like, if you choose one now, maybe less difficult. I mean, it's kind of the, the other one of you might, might be pissed, like, fuck you, but they're not going to be, you know, like, vendetta per se versus, yeah, getting to work together, you're probably, you know, could risk pissing people off. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, you know, it's one or the other, you know, or it's not one or the other. You could also do with the Rogue Trader, but, or OPL or whatever, but. If you're going to get with one of those two, yeah, getting them to work together is more than a challenging test. They do not like each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so, fundamentally believe that either of the other should have possession of these types of artifacts. So getting them to work together would require a Herculean effort of negotiation. Just like getting left twix and right twix to agree. <laughs> That's right. On It'd be like left twix and right twix to agree that they're both the same twix. And it's like, <laughs> our, yeah, that's real hard, guys. So, yeah. well, I, I know to get them to agree is like that. Like, ooh, can we get Muslims and, you know, Christians to agree that both of their prophets were equally worthy prophets? It's like, I don't know about that. Like, that's real hard, guys. That's real mm. hard. No, no, no I, I get it. I get it. So I, I can get him to do it on the ship because I'm the fucking captain. I'll just shoot your ass out of the fucking space. Guy <laughs> versus, like, like, no one on your ship rep. I mean, they do represent right. where they come from, but no one on your ship, well, out of character, no one on your ship is Adeptus Mechanicus, right? You don't have yeah, a yeah, yeah. So that is out of the way. Missionary, even theoretically, right, could be less like it's a guy who could have a different perspective versus the church. So, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, the church, it's kind of like the church versus the scientists, mm-hmm. almost, right? So it's like everything is faith based, everything is science based, and there's very little in between. So, Getting them to agree that like things are both church and science acceptable together as an ideal, they're like, I don't, I don't buy that. Fuck those, fuck those assholes. <laughs> they're gonna use this warp technology or something evil, and then they're like, fuck those idiots. They're gonna throw it in a vault, and not use it at all. Plus, I just imagine us trying to call a meeting between the Mechanicus and the Ecclesiarchy. Being like, meet us at this point. And they both show up with like five ships. They just laser yeah. us, kill us, and then fight. You don't over. have a ton. Yeah, at this point, like maybe if you were like, 
Right. Like, if you're, like, level five, let's just say metagaming, you're, like, level five, and you're, like, fucking super badasses, like, this crazy shit going on, you could be, like, you have to meet with us. And this is the terms. Maybe they would, like, maybe they'd be, like, well, this this fucking crew is fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, they'll both just just show up, kill us, and then fight to loot the body. That's all. (laughs) That's kind of the situation at the moment. Yeah. Unless you really, really came up with something clever. They might. I highly doubt. <laughs> but you have no faith in your rogue trader? <laughs> wow. Sure. <laughs> wow. All right. Jesus. I'm just saying, like, together. Faith loves you. Together but... <laughs> is the hardest of the option. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, I get yeah. right. You have a very lovely cloak. They'll be like, hey, Ecclesiarchy, let's work with this. Chaos Marine faction. And they're like, I wish you were dead. Because they don't really like the Adeptus. The the only reason they put up with the Adeptus Mechanicus is because the Adeptus Administratum were like, you have to not kill them. So it's tenuous at best. Mm -hmm. So working together is the, like, if you want to try it, I'm happy to try to roleplay that. Real hard. hard. Five seconds it takes them to kill us. Each other. It's like saying, you know, a creationist and an evolutionist. Like they just hate each other. They're like, no, this isn't the way it is. And you're like, but I have this fossil. And they're like, well, one shows that the devil put it there, and the other says evolution exists. It's like one just wants to destroy it, the evidence isn't there to begin with. Yeah, like it's just not going to happen. Like they hate each other. So you could try, but clearly that's way harder <laughs> and much more fraught with problems than one or the other. And I don't think you have to pick one or the other right now. We we certainly have time this evening to call it and say you can think about it. But I will say. Working between the two is the the hardest of the of all of the options by far because they are vehemently opposed to either of the groups opposite of them having the technology. All right. Well, so so do we want to call this on on the indecision then at going on one o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I mean, I'm good with that. I'm good with calling it because I think it's a good place to call it. But that's also right. because I got to go to sleep at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But All I right. think it's a good game. I thought this was a great session. So I, I was I tell you what, I was fucking scared when when, when he hit me the first time, like, well, oh, I'm like, fucking dead. I had a TPK these guys. <laughs> like fuck, we only played three and a half sessions. I was so scared, but then like once you guys started doing stuff, I was like, Oh, they're badass, we got this. I was like, this is the best bat like that might be the best battle I've had in Rogue Trader ever, by far, <laughs> of, like, balancing you might die versus can you kill it, and then, like, you oh, just God. Got it was so good. So good. So when, when do we get fake points pass again? We So we can... You'll get them we, now. We complete the so, mission then, the I guess? I would say is completed. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll have them back for all... All back for next session, except the one that Jarn and Except Jarn and Burn. Yeah, I permanently lost one. Yeah. So much for Although, I will say you get another. I'm, I'm going to give you another. I don't know what... You're at 57? I'm going to give you another... Ooh, I, think, I feel like you should get more than 500. 
57. I'm going to give you another 700 XP. Wow. Because I feel like you guys deserved it from that fight. That fight was great. <laughs> I thought narratively it worked so good. I thought mechanically I was personally scared of killing you, but then you were scared of dying, but then you were also like, oh, God, yeah. And then you guys like were like, I got this, and you fucking killed everything. So I loved it. That was a fucking great fight. That might be the best balanced of like, will you die? Will you not die? Fight <laughs> trader I've ever done. I loved it. I loved it. It was fucking fun as fuck. Yeah, Jordan saved our asses with that. If, if he hadn't oh, set God, that guy yeah. on fire, I think Jordan's we would have died. Given that one that one round of him yeah. not acting. Oh, it was so good. Like. It would like he stands up, he fucking force blasts the fuck out of you guys, and then he gets hosed with fucking like <laughs> napalm. It was so cool, like oh, it was so fun. So I thought like that combat went so good. So <laughs> I'm so excited. That one, I feel like I know a little more how to balance things now based on people's characters. So that was awesome. I thought it was a great, great combat session. And then we had some really fun RP stuff. So I think overall this session really got me jazzed. Cool. Yeah, it's always, you know, we hit that game day. It's like, fuck, we have a game tonight. Because, you know, it starts late for everybody. And then we start playing. It's like, oh, this is so fucking good. We should just keep playing. Yeah, I know. I was... I started like, oh my god, it's nine o'clock. I uh, this so this is so late. But then like at new midnight, I was like, I can't quit. We got to keep going for a little bit longer. Like, like how long can I go without being so tired? I fall asleep. Yeah, because it's so fun. It's so like, I feel like this one might be maybe my turning point. Like this game, I think was gone well, but not like holy shit well. But this one, I was like, oh, shit, this is the game where everyone that listens to it's going to be like, I got a, I got a combat boner. <laughs> <laughs> a like, boner? This combat is fucking amazing. Like, this is fucking cool as fuck. Yeah, it so was good. I'm going to just throw it out there. This was cool as fuck, and I thought it was fun. So I am all on board double time. Nice. Yeah, when, when players have to, to use all the resources to the point of I have no fate points left. If I get hit, I am fucked. Right? That's the best kind because because you don't know. Like this could this campaign could have ended tonight and we could have new characters next month. Like yeah. it is yeah. what it is, you know? I don't know what I would have done, but I, I feel a little bad that someone had to like permanently burn a fate point, but at the same time no one else had to so like it wasn't so unbalanced right it's not like everyone burned every fate point to not die right so i thought that was you know i thought it balanced out okay and it showed that in general this system is either you i this is the first time it's not been either everyone dies or everyone doesn't die and the enemy right. die immediately. This was the only one where I was like, "Ooh, this is a good fight." So I think that that was good. Yeah, it's, it's gritty as fuck. I can't believe that we did all that shit in like three rounds. <laughs> it was crazy, right? Oh, <laughs> it was so good. Like, yeah. oh. 
It's so badass. Like, everyone in this game, enemies, good guys, it doesn't matter. Everyone's badass. I love it. Everyone just fucking, like, shred shit. That's the yeah. coolest part. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's very either or. Yeah, we yeah. usually don't get what we had tonight. So, yeah. Yeah, but I like it. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to go crazy. Like, ever. you guys had some easy fights earlier. That's fine. This one I thought you guys might have thought for a second. Uh-oh. I might die. <laughs> Someone thought, at least one of the four of you thought, die. Well, it was the thing, like, we could, it's not like D&D, you're like, well, fuck it, we'll just leave the dungeon, we'll rest, we'll come back. Like, (laughs) this is the whole crux of the thing. We have to get the artifact, or this was all the time. Like, what do we do then, you know? No, I absolutely thought, like, like, yeah, you know, like, once he, once that dude came out of the, out of the, the stun lock basically i was like we're fucked like he's <laughs> like he took jarnan out and i was like i'm nobody's gonna last he's gonna yeah. kill he's just going to go around and kill every single one of us <laughs> one by one uh, considering he had two attacks i dodged one and he still did 20 damage to me exactly. which even if i was unharmed that would have killed me yeah same. Yeah. <laughs> like, i know but i thought like wasn't that great like i love the fact that he gutted <laughs> fucking Jarnan. Like, Jarnan fucked him up a good bit. Oh, God, yeah. And then he gets, like, Jarnan gets fucking gutted, and then, like, Kane just fucking is like, you're done. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking bolt. I'm gonna semi auto bolt pistol until you fucking explode. And he did, like, I thought that was so cool. I thought that was the best. That was one of the best fucking. Rogue Trader is so fucking lucky ever that I've experienced, and I've played a decent amount of Rogue Trader. That was my favorite by far because I was scared for both you and me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I kind of wanted to give them the signal to just like fucking unload before anything, but I, I feel like Venari would have did what he did and tried yeah. to yeah. like get information and engage and kind of yeah. see you know, where things were going to go. And I guess the artifact was the wrong way to go. The dogs. And I, I really debated the dogs, but now I think if it would have been, just him, it would have been different. It would have been like, Oh, we fucked that guy up so hard. Yeah. We would have destroyed him in like the second round. Yeah. So like, I think the dogs made this weird split party balance of like, Oh shit! This worked like it worked so well, and it was pure luck. Yeah, and I felt so glad that it was pure luck that it worked, and I did feel bad that some that that Bessie had to to, to pull us a full fate fate point, like <laughs> permanent fate point. But it totally it worked though because you a fucking you got, huge demon traitor ripping your guts out, and then <laughs> surviving by having someone stomp your guts. Back. <laughs> got so fucking cocky and you went up to his face and they're like burn heretic and then he's like yeah no exactly like he came out of cover ran up to this giant dude and was like i'm gonna burn the shit oh no i'm not Fuck. Oh, I'm big. <laughs> but i love the fact that like kane just was like i step his guts back in and you <laughs> seal up his stomach and i'm like you got it, dude. Like, that was fucking amazing, right? Like, it's so good. It's like... I wanted to do it with my hell gun, but then I looked at a picture of it and realized that it's not... <laughs> I was I was originally picturing it like a Gatling gun, 
No. But it's, but it's like, more like energy man. bolter, like an energy blaster. Yeah, I it's fucking like, love the hell gun, man. Yeah. The hell so gun. Like, yeah, you have a you have a, a flamethrower. That'll work. That's probably hot. Yeah. <laughs> Still so I think like that fight was maybe the best out of I think of all Warhammer 40k fights that I've played in, that might be my favorite. And it had nothing to do with me. It was all you guys doing stuff that's fucking awesome. Like, I just put the enemies there. Go but team. I thought it was so fucking fun. <laughs> so, I'm like super jazzed about this game. I think we're fucking going cool places. We're going to get a million downloads. Patreon's going to pay us thousands of dollars and we can quit our jobs and just <laughs> play this game once a week for thousands of dollars. That's what's going to happen. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm up for that. Any day now. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's up to you, listener. <laughs> also, on my other podcast. <laughs> also, don't fund this as much as my other things so I can make the money. Also, buy Bird's Eye Coffee. Birds. <laughs> not bird's eye. Motherfucker. <laughs> bird's eye. I'm not a vegetable company. God damn it. Birds of a feather. God damn it. I wouldn't have been so sensitive if I didn't pay someone to do a promo and they called it bird's eye. For... Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, I did a an a literal paid advertisement and the person kept calling it bird's eye coffee. Oh, for every nice. episode that he promoted it. And I was so furious. I'm like, there's only one thing you need to know. The name of the company. <laughs> right. I only paid you one for one thing saying the name. It's Birds of <laughs> Other Coffee Company. Birds Coffee Company. Anything other than just Bird's Eye is all he said. And I was like, motherfucker, that's like broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> To my credit, I've been up for 20 hours. Oh, so so mad. He was a chef. He was a chef. He should know better. Uh, Like, I'm not like, oh, chef, dick bag. (laughs) I'd never shop at his restaurant. Cock face (laughs) for his restaurant. His restaurant's called uh, Dick Dickstaurants. Balls in your mouth. I didn't say that. <laughs> I would have said his actual restaurant's name for God's sake. He only had one advertisement that episode. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company. Birdscoffeecompany.com. Night Owl Blend, most popular seller. There you go. That's all you got to need to know. I'll, I'll be putting an order in next week. What? I'll be putting an order in next week. Oh, yeah. And. If you want to know, Ethiopian Shakiso Kao Mountain, best coffee I've had in like three years. And it's called because oh, yeah? it, it was the best coffee I've had in three years. It's hmm. fucking amazing. Maybe buy I'll some internet. Buy some. <laughs> I have to split my order, and then I, and then I can then I can make a report. You're gonna be really pissed. You're gonna be like, this, is this dark, dark roast. <laughs> You're so mad about it. You're gonna be so mad. If you like the dark, it's fine. You like it. It's all right. Is the, OP, is the Ethiopian a lot lighter? It's lighter, but it's super floral. It's like jasmine, honeysuckle, earth tea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that. <laughs> what? It is good. Oh, it's so delicate. It's like the most delicate. Uh, 
This is what it's like. I'm so there, glad that guys, I don't have video that, right now. Buy that coffee. That was like, here's the dark roast. That's that one. That's I'm gonna make a face for well, every, me. Every roast. That's that's the dark roast. Here's here's the uh, uh, order that. Just order it. Come on, guys, order it. It's I will say it's delicious. Anyway. We have a lot of new stuff going on, and uh, I know this week I'm supposed to get the special, the special, the secret, super secret legends secret going, so I'm going to work on it. I have ideas. I have ideas. It's it's getting there. Just fucking roast something already. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's an art, John. I know. I it's know. not be worthy, but I have an idea now, and the Rwanda is going to be the lead. It was so delicious. So anyway, I got it. All right. I'm just lazy and tired. I took a nap today before this game. So I thought about taking a nap today, but I didn't. <laughs> I took a nap with my dog, so that's <laughs> couldn't do it. It was Monday. It's like I'm out. So anyway, I got it. We're gonna have a super secret thing to really soon. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, it'll get done. It'll get done. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it, man. I know exactly what I want it to be. I just, like, now I got it. And trust me, I, I, I got to just do, like, three beans and see what the proportions are. But I got it. I got All it. All right. I trust you. So we're going to get that going, too. So. Awesome. All right. Before before anything else happens, I should probably just call it here. So thanks, everybody, for checking it out. Make sure you head over to uh, Birds of a Feather Coffee. Order some awesome coffee over there. Sponsors of the show, your show, the show you listen to and love, I guess, maybe, hopefully. I don't know. Download a bunch of shit. So it's awesome. And uh, thanks for checking us out. And And I'll tell you what. Super secret new advice use legends 10 i'll give you 10 percent off birds coffee oh shit see that it's exclusive. guys it's exclusive <laughs> exclusive guys legend 10 i'm gonna set that code up tomorrow morning legends 10 you use it 10 percent off that buy some coffee then get your life together because that's all you need to do it that's everything I, that's all I need. I, I exist on that and hate. It's all yours, guys. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.